Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Well, hello, sisters, and good morning. Happy Monday to you, and welcome back to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. We got quite the show today as we discuss six tips for single moms who are ready to date again. So are you excited or not really? Girl, don't I know. Dating in this season comes with some new terms of engagement, because although you may be a solo mama, you are not solo. You got your kiddos that may not be so ready for you to date again. So I'm going to open up our time together with three awesome solo mamas, each in a different season in their singleness, who think that they're ready to date again. Now, as you listen to each of their stories, I want you to listen carefully. You just might find yourself relating to one of them and their concerns as they talk about jumping back into that big fish pond. So first off, we're going to start off with my girl, Jennifer. Jennifer is a single mom and she has never been married and has spent a few years completely focused on her daughter. Recently, she has felt ready to re-enter the dating scene, but finds herself confused about how to proceed. This is what she has to say. Jennifer says, I want a date, but with Madeline in the house, I don't know how. Plus, do guys really want to date someone with a preschooler? Oh, girl, don't I know that. That sounds familiar. (laughs) Now, let's peep in on what my girl Samantha has to say. Now, Samantha became a single mom after her divorce two years ago. Her two boys are still in elementary school, and she would like to start dating again. Like Jennifer, she needs some advice and is primarily concerned with making their transition into dating easy on her children. I got mad respect for you, Samantha. (laughs) And then finally, there's my sister, Christina. Christina's husband died a few years ago, and she raised her four children all alone. She would like to date again, and some of her friends say she should start looking now before all her kids are out of the house. But she's afraid her kids will feel like she's replacing their dad. But she feels increasingly lonely and thinks she's ready to date again. Now, mamas, do you hear yourself in any particular sister? Perhaps you, too, share their concerns, as you may also be wondering how you can re-enter the dating world as a solo mama. Now, as I said, the terms of engagement have changed since you last dated. Nowadays, you have more to consider than whether the relationship has the potential to lead to marriage. You have to think about, will your children approve of him or like him? Will he be a good father who's sensitive to your children? Can you form a healthy step family together? Now, that's a lot to consider, and you haven't even cast out your line into that big fish pond yet now, girl. But you know, you are a woman of worth, so this topic is definitely worth thinking about. So, if you think you're ready to date again, or even considering it, let's toss around six practical tips to guide you through the process. First things first, Solo Mama, your healing comes first. Many single moms feel like they've ceased dreaming about their future. This probably isn't the life you had imagined for yourself, and time is needed to grieve the dreams you have lost and reassess who you are, where you've been, and where God wants you to go. There is healing in the hurt, and it is necessary. Understandably, you are lonely, but dating too soon will also inevitably lead to heartache since you are not emotionally available. It's important to take time to seek God and pursue emotional and spiritual healing. 
If you start dating prematurely, you could end up hurting rather than honoring the person you date. Until you heal, you won't be able to relax and commit your heart to a new partner the way God intends. As you're healing, it's essential to confess your fears. Fear is incompatible with love. It's important to identify your fears and pray for God to help you overcome them. Now, some common fears single parents have, and that includes solo dads and solo mamas, have when it comes to dating are as follows. They're afraid of losing their connection to their kids, causing their kids pain, not being able to blend their families well together, choosing a poor candidate for a new spouse, having their ex-spouses make their lives miserable, being judged. Does that sound familiar? Almost sounds like those suitcases we unpacked in the Letting Go of Baggage series now, huh? So confess whatever your own fears are to God and ask for His help to move beyond them through the power of love. Don't give in to fear-based practices such as living with the person you're dating before marriage or staying over at each other's houses. Instead, trust God to give you the courage to either truly commit to each other through marriage or walk away if you're not right for each other. Now that's some right side living up there, right? Now, while you're working through your healing and fears, you need to develop relationships with other women who can support you and affirm that you are ready to put yourself out there again. Seek counseling from an expert who's willing to walk through the process with you. This may look like reaching out to a pastor for support, joining a divorce recovery group, or visiting a counselor. So here's a solo mama tip I want you to keep in your back pocket. It's best to wait at least two years after divorce or the death of a spouse to start dating again, and then wait at least another two years after dating before deciding to get married. It's worthwhile to invest the time now so you can hopefully prevent heartbreak and damage to your family later. Remember, you want something different and not the same mistake with a different person. So we're going to move on to our second practical tip, and that's know your motivation. It's important to date with the right purposes and goals. What's motivating you to date now? And what goals do you have for your dating relationships? This is a heart of the matter worth digging into. God's goals for dating include healthy marriages and families. These motives are all tempting reasons to date, but don't align with God's purposes for dating. And they are as follows. To reduce your lonely feelings to find a replacement spouse, to get help with parenting and financial responsibilities, or just to have fun. Now, God's purposes for single moms dating involve discerning if you both share the common values. You can both love each other sacrificially with your whole hearts. The children involved will be truly blessed by combining your families. Now, those are some of the things to stay focused on. Now, it can be tempting to focus on romance when you're in love, but when children are involved, you have a sacred responsibility to make wise dating decisions that reflect God's best for all of you. Now, Angie was a single mom for many years, and during that time, several men came and went from her life. Each new boyfriend developed a relationship with Angie's son, Dylan. Unfortunately, Dylan's father abandoned him, so it's understandable that he's always long for a relationship with a father figure. Now, whenever Angie met someone new, she hoped that he would be the one. And Dylan, he was hopeful too. 
Sadly, when Angie's relationships didn't work out, not only was she heartbroken, but so was her son, Dylan. Now, Scripture says in Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart. For the solo mama, this means that you also need to do some guarding for your children. Don't involve them in your relationships too soon. Now, while you're waiting to introduce your children, help your kids overcome their fears. Reassure them that if you date someone, it will never diminish your love, your presence, and commitment in your relationships with them. Engage them in conversations about how your lives may change in the future and listen to their thoughts and feelings that they may express. Acknowledge and label their fears. Stay patient with them. They are your treasure. And you know where your heart is, so is your treasure. So girl, you need to be patient. Rushing into dating or marriage can harm your relationships. Take the time necessary to truly get to know a potential spouse and his or her family before you even make a decision that will significantly affect the lives of children and possibly his. Third, you need to become the right person. Now, rather than looking for the right person, become the right person. Instead of looking for the right person to date, focus on becoming the spiritually and emotionally healthy person that God wants you to be before entering into another romantic relationship. Girl, you need to pray for wisdom. Ask God every day to give you the wisdom you need to make the very best dating decisions and choose to follow the guidance God gives you, even when doing it is so difficult. And I understand that. You need to keep in mind that your perspective on your relationships is limited, whereas God's perspective is complete. So it makes sense, girl, to trust God's guidance because he's got you. Fourth, you need to choose character first. If your purposes and goals are anything less than God's girl, you need to stop dating and wait until you are fully ready to embrace dating in a way that can lead to the best outcomes for you and your family. The decisions you make now are about much more than just whether you and your date have a good time together. You hear me? Your dating choices will have a spiritual, emotional, and psychological impact on you and your family for many years to come, so you need to take them seriously. Next, you need to guard your sexual integrity. And yes, I went there. Understandably, many solo mamas feel lonely and miss having physical intimacy with a partner. Well, of course you do. God designed marriage and sex to address the deepest needs of the human soul, companionship and intimacy. We instinctively want to be fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. And I think I know a little something, something about that. So check this out. And I really want you to pick up what's being laid down. Now, this comes from the book called Hooked, The Brain Science on How Casual Sex Affects Human Development. And it's written by two board-certified obstetrician gynecologists. Now, scientific research shows how sexual activity releases brain chemicals that trigger emotional bonding between partners. In the book, they say casual sex or multiple sexual encounters rewires your brain in a way that makes genuine, lasting, selfless relationships much more difficult. Breaking these bonds can have damaging effects on the brain, such as depression and difficulty bonding with someone else in the future. The author says, and I quote, you can no more try out sex than you can try out birth. The very act of sex produces a new reality that cannot be undone. Now that, my mamas, is something really to wrap your minds and your hearts around. 
This isn't our first rodeo, but hopefully this will be our last, right? This is about us not repeating the same mistakes again. Now, don't wait to put up practical boundaries in place, such as not staying at your date's home overnight. Establish an accountability group made up of those people who know and love you. That way, when you feel tempted, you can call on them from prayer and support. Now, listen, you are doing something different here. So understand, you may date someone who tries to convince you that you're being a little unreasonable. So this is solo mama to solo mama right here. Talk. Now, listen, if a date pressures you, do not compromise. You need to drop them. Instead, you need to run the other direction and resolve to date only men who share your convictions. Remember, you are Miss Victoria and not Miss Victim anymore. And lastly, we come to our sixth and final step, making a commitment to yourself and your children that you will only date men who have strong character and who are emotionally stable. Girl, you need to look for traits like these. He submits to God. He's humble and he's kind, self-controlled, especially with his sexual purity, positively challenges and encourages you, and demonstrates good parenting attitudes and behaviors. In addition, you also need to consider the attitudes and behaviors of the person's children and the entire package of that person's life, such as the state of his finances and his relationships with his extended family. Pay attention to the caution and stop signs. Do not make the mistake of doing a rolling stop and not taking notice if certain issues in your dating relationship should get your attention. Listen, girl, you need to put a stop to your dating relationship if the person you're dating does any of the following. He pressures you into getting married before you're ready to do so. He has an extremely different approach to parenting than you do. He's addicted to alcohol or drugs. He demands to be the center of attention all the time. Listen, girl, you ain't raising another child here. What about if his ex-spouse is interfering in your life in damaging ways or he wants to live with you before marriage? Also, sister, you should proceed with caution and thoroughly check out issues such as pornography use, a short temper, or other character issues that concern you. Remember, there is more than one person that enters into this dating relationship. You want to be certain that the man you share your life with and with your kids also shares Christ. Tune in next week when I pop the question. Have a wonderful week and remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, Visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.